Then President Moon says, you've come to the south, when can I come to the north? And Kim Jong-un says, Ah, he went back into the north. Look at that. Almost as if they're erasing the line. But they have some very difficult issues to discuss. NK Now giving you the latest news out of Pyongyang. Joining us from NK News, Seoul correspondent Kim Jong-min. Hello. Hi, good morning. Good morning, Jung-min. So we're going to talk about the 8th Party Congress uh, just uh, shutting down uh, recently. Uh, what did they say? Uh, first of all, let's start with USDPRK relations. Uh, they reverted back to the old hostile rhetoric, calling Washington the biggest main enemy, 최대 주적. Uh, they said that hostile policy does not change regardless of who's in the White House. And this is actually the first, uh, albeit implicit, response to how Biden was elected instead of Trump. Um, also, we have to note that this was all revealed in the Rodong Shimon, which is domestically uh, circulated, which means that um, they have to explain themselves why Trump's not there anymore um, and how it was like Washington's fault that Kim Trump talks did not come to a deal. And to Biden, this serves also as a signal that they don't really have high hopes about uh, the incoming administration. Uh, basically, North Korea's message was that they already saw United States not budging easily. They won't waste time and energy trying to reach out first, and that um, they're going to show what they have, that um, they will hold on to their leverage and defense capability, and Biden has to move first. Um, along with this, they uh, notably focused a lot on military capabilities. We initially thought that they would uh, focus on economy, but that was in, in very much less detailed. But they released, revealed this military wish list of um, stuff like tactical nuclear weapons, 15,000-kilometer-range uh, ICBM, solid-fuel ICBM, a military satellite unmanned aerial vehicle, uh, what else, super-large nuclear warheads, hypersonic gliding flight warheads, but uh, the thing here is it's unclear how much of these will be actually realistic. Um, by all available indicators, it seems that North Korea is going through a very severe, uh, one of the worst under Kim's rule, um, economic uh, disaster right now. Um, and we are not, it's not clear how they are actually going to finance this weapons wish list. So the question then, uh, uh, I guess, for the pundits is, what does this mean for the U.S.-DPRK relationship under the new president, Joe Biden? Uh, NK Pro contributing analyst NK Panda yesterday just said that um, if the new U.S. administration simply bides its time and wait, it's more likely that Kim will likely conduct nuclear uh, weapons tests. And he has a point because this new wish list shows that if Biden moves slow, he will have to deal with North Korea that has a much stronger leverage by the time he moves. Um, if he starts now, um, it's already late because North Korea already developed its weapons capacity much more compared to when Trump Kim's diplomacy even started. Um, it will be much harder to disarm North Korea with tactical nuclear weapons and um, 15,000 kilometers ICBM if they succeed um, rather than what they have right now. Right. Well, uh, overall, with the Party Congress, initially it was meant to be a platform to announce their new ambitious five-year economic plan. So uh, what's the plan then? Well, the gist is it wasn't that ambitious. Um, the, uh, first of all, Kim Jong-un admitted to the failure of the last five-year economic strategy in almost all sectors, quote-unquote. 
Um, and they largely blamed on the faults that was not that of the parties. They blamed natural disasters and ongoing crippling sanctions, and also a COVID-19 related risks that are still ongoing. Uh, notably, amidst war, the uh, major construction projects that North Korea boasted about, and of which the deadlines already lapsed, right? like Wonsan Kama Tourist Zone, which was supposed to be done by April, and Pyongyang General Hospital, which was supposed to be done by October. Uh, so what's the plan? There's not much detail yet, even uh, with uh, Party Congress basically closing with Kim Jong-un's closing remarks yesterday, which was reported just this morning. Um, basically, they uh, focused on more self-sufficiency. And this makes sense. And we saw this coming because there are some long-term disasters uh, like uh, border closure, trade crashes, uh, COVID-19-related stuff, and sanctions that's not going anywhere. Um, they said that they are going to be more self-reliable, which is uh, same old, same old. Uh, they are saying they, this is reflecting domestic demands to decrease the de- uh, dependence on imports and considering the realistic possibilities, which probably means sanctions and uh, COVID-19 related stuff. Uh, they had a renewed focus on improving and expanding the range of consumer goods. Uh, and also only details that came out were about low-hanging fruits. They did detail how much cement they will aim to produce in the next five years. But other than that, they only mentioned uh, building 50,000 houses in Pyongyang and building uh, 25,000 houses in Gondok, which was recently hit by typhoon. But little detail about plants and state-led sectors like metal, chemical, machinery that we were actually um, expecting to see some uh, details about. Uh, and also, uh, with this plan and with them not securing any sanctions relief, also uh, them not uh, North Korea not uh, vowing not to pour much energy on foreign affairs uh, as well as inter-Korean relations uh, and not pursuing major economic reforms. It's unclear how the North Korea how North Korea can realistically make substantial improvement in the years ahead. Right. Another key point of attention would be the reshuffle of key officials. Kim Yo-jung was demoted while Kim Jong-un rose to the general secretary position. What do you think was notable about the various reshuffles? Uh, about Kim Yo-jong, there are so many speculations. There were so many speculations about her right now, but Kim Yo-jong broke her silence and um, issued her own statement this morning. Uh, she's not a Politburo alternative member anymore. Uh, the NIS initially thought she'd write to a full member even, thinking she's second, de facto second in command. She is still in Workers' Party of Korea Central Committee, um, but from today's this morning's statement, it seems that she's further demoted from the first vice department director to just vice director. Um, but unlike, it's very unlikely it's a purge. If it was a purge, she wouldn't have issued the statement. And she was still sitting in the center next to Choi Young-won uh, in the footage uh, yesterday, uh, the day before yesterday uh, and yesterday, I think. And also, but this morning, it sort of reflected her uh, changed party position and she wasn't sitting there anymore. Uh, but still, pick to bloodline precedents show that they sometimes were demoted and then they come back. So we'll see. But this morning, Kim Yo-jong was slamming South Korea for uh, monitoring South, uh, North Korea's military parade, which uh, likely went ahead, or the practice went ahead on Sunday night. And Kim Yo-jong was saying, so has nothing better to do. Uh, it was like a first-class idiot for uh, monitoring the celebrations going on in North Korea and so on and so forth. So she's continuing this harsh rhetoric. 
about Kim Jong-un, um, was a symbolic move. She, uh, he was promoted to the general secretary and, um, sort of, uh, uh, heading the position less vacant since Kim Jong-il, mm-hmm. showing that he's on par with the late leader. There were, um, other demotion and promotion in foreign affairs and military, but I think I'm only going to mention that Choi Young-won, one of closest Kim Jong-un aides, was, uh, he had a massive promotion, uh, becoming mm-hmm. one of the presidium of the Politburo. Okay. Uh, let's turn then to inter-Korean relations. Uh, you mentioned the harsh words uh, from Kim Yo-jong. Kim Jong-un, he also talked about South Korea. What did he say? He said that inter-Korean relations reverted back to the times when Seoul and Pyongyang had never signed the milestone Panmunjom Declaration, uh, which is uh, not good, right? And he slammed Seoul for continuing joint drills with the United States, beefing up military capabilities and acquiring high-end military equipment. Uh, which are all true, but still, um, Kim criticized the South for, on the other hand, rather focusing on AKA non-fundamental inter-Korean issues like COVID-19 health cooperation and joint tourism projects, uh, which were all the pitches that the Moon administration have been making in the past year. Uh, but he did leave the door cracked open. He stressed that the future of inter-Korean relations depend on uh, South Korea's behavior going forward, he wasn't like, oh, we are not going to deal with you anymore. What What was Seoul's response, generally speaking, and uh, what would you say are the prospects in terms of uh, future inter-Korean talks? Uh, Moon's New Year address traditionally mentions North Korea, but it was comparatively low-key compared to last year when he pitched independent tourism and Kim project. This year, he only mentioned COVID-19, uh, but he also did not ditch U.S.R.K. alliance in his North Korea bit and the New Year's address, which North Korea probably wouldn't have liked. Uh, overall, North Korea used very vague language to talk about hostile South Korean policies, and the goal seems to be uh, to encourage Seoul to be more uh, like bolder inter-Korean policy and also to side less with the United States. But it seems that uh, the Moon administration already made a decision not to do that uh, with the ongoing other issues like cost-sharing deal and upcoming transfer about the prospect, I think what Moon can do is to manage risk right now because mm. North Korea is not really interested in the small stuff and the soft stuff like the inter-Korean economic cooperation. I think um, what Moon can do is to show Pyongyang that Seoul is indeed serious about mediating between Biden and Kim to get him some security guarantee that he always wanted or maybe vaccine help. Um, so North Korea can stop the border closure. But again, it's a sensitive issue domestically here, too. So it would be difficult. Moon has to handle domestic views about uh, the Moon administration. And with the next election coming up in 2022, he also has the same lockstep with the United States uh, regarding how Biden uh, is a better chance compared to Trump when it comes to alliance issues like cost sharing. All good points. Uh, as always, uh, Chungmin, thank you for the reporting and look forward to talking to you again next week. Thank you. Stay safe. You too.